wearing headphones. Your ears hurt. Do you have a? Ow. Is there a bug in your ear? Yeah, bugs. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> there is a bug in my ear. <laughs> I have to think of a news because I just. <laughs> You're I, already concerned. I'm out of news. Oh, I've got news. I just thought of one. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's easy. Easy enough. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. <coughs> Where? Are we getting some. <laughs> the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. Lion face. Ah, lemon face. Cellar <laughs> <laughs> door, cellar door, cellar door. I'm sorry, podcast listeners. Proclamate the Godfather Henry Fourth the Model T. Pilot made the Jeep to you to make Joshua Tree, but Brian and Geo made a Hello, and welcome to Brian and Geo Made a Podcast about every job you've ever had. My name is Brian. My name is Geo. And we are podcasters. This is our first pilot episode where we're going to discuss every job we've ever had. And then next week, we're going to again discuss every job we've ever had. Yeah, we just signed on to this new podcast network based out of... Um, Hoboken, New Jersey. Oh. And, is that where the base is? Mm-hmm. And they said, listen, we love your idea so much. We've contracted you to do 78 episodes at least. At least. Because that's when you get syndicated. You have to do 78. 78 is syndication. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. So. And I just really like the job idea. Yeah. Yep. So mm. that's it. Mm. Um, you got any news, Brian? Mm. Oh. Aside from starting a hit podcast? New Every Job You've Ever Had podcast. Yeah, our new hit podcast. Um, well, I had this one thing I wanted to do for news. Mm-hmm. Does Eleanor have a cell phone? No. <laughs> Emma has a cell phone? No. Reggie has no. a cell phone? Hey, dude. Hey, so you're being recorded right now on our podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> so, everybody, this is my buddy Ben. Hey, Ben. Ben. Hi, <laughs> Gio. Uh, right now we're doing our news segment, and I wanted to know, uh, what's news with you? What's news with me? Uh, um, in regards to anything in particular? Yeah, just what's going on. I mean, you had a baby. Yeah, well, there's a baby. Um, I really hope Ben is like, yeah, I had a baby, but that whatever news with me is, I just had the best burrito of my life. <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> What's news with us, honey? We had a baby. He's four months and three, two days. Three oh, days? that's an old Today, baby. Ten. That's a super old baby. Oh, that's not even news anymore. Four, four months and three days. He's sitting up. Spitting up or setting up? He's sitting up. Okay. Sitting up. Okay. And spitting up. Yeah. And yeah. he's tripoding. Tripoding. Okay. 
Is that a thing? Is that what that's called? That means when they put their they put their, they hold themselves up in their hand. Oh sure, like that oh. yoga move. Like, like a tripod. Scorpion. Get it? Yo- yeah. <laughs> yoga, you know, tripod, and downward facing dog. What's new with you, Bailey? Autumn is working, lifeguarding. Lifeguarding. Bailey is Isn't it too cold for lifeguarding? Yeah, that sounds Bailey awful. is about indoor. Indoor. Things called pool, indoor pool. Okay. Indoor and, uh, pool. We have those. Bailey is about to enter into some gymnastics competition. Oh, a gymnastics so competition. Oh, <laughs> your life is exciting. That is exciting. That's so yep. much news. I have to write mine down whenever I think of it. Um, is, and I've apparently I just started also, calling people. <laughs> I also took uh, about a 20-minute nap today. Oh, 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 that's news. That's news. That's the best. That's news to celebrate. That's the, that's the big news. Congratulations. Okay. With the four-month-old, that's huge news. Am I able to talk about uh, specific um, shows that I'm interested in? Yes, yes, please. Have you watched Mindhunter yet on Netflix? No, I, I've not really been into mines or mining. Or hunters. <laughs> Mine like, like brain. Like Brian Brain. Oh. <laughs> like Brian, but with the A and the I reversed. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Brian Hunters. So, mind Hunters. Uh, that's on the, That's uh, on the Netflix. It's about the, the it's on the Netflix. It's uh, uh uh which used to be on the interwebs. Um but now is on the um tele- telewebs. I'm a fan of telephone of webs. Smart TV webs, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it's a it's a very good uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Ben. It uh, it's um, it's about the early days of the FBI unit that studies serial killers. That pro- sounds like something I shouldn't watch because I'll be so afraid at night. <laughs> It's really disturbing, but I'm not disturbed by it because, you know, I'm in mental health and that's just... Sure. You know. Because of your mental health. Right, right. And I'm also, you know, a psychopath, but aside from that... Psychopath. Oh, that's not news. <laughs> that's not news. <laughs> All right, buddy. Not news. Uh, you know that Gio and I have never met in person? Is that true? Or even like this. Even. I know, weird. I, it's all secondhand. I now know I that like Ben... I now know that Ben isn't an imaginary person that Brian makes up when he talks about his. He's not our snuffleupagus. <laughs> Actually, this is this. Uh, the, 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 he paid me to do this. Oh. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really Ben. I live in Detroit. My name is Zach. Oh no. And uh, and I do internet uh, um, streaming porn. Brian, you've been lying all this time, and you pay him in burritos. <laughs> hey, Ben. Yeah. Hey, dude. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being on our show. Okay, you're welcome. All right, Are we right. done now? Yeah, we're done. Is that, a, is that your terrible segue we're to say goodbye? <laughs> well, have you listened to the show? <laughs> Are you one of the 17? Yeah, I went through the first two episodes. Have you guys done? done Ben, the 10th episode comes out this week, man. Ben, we're on episode 74. I I went on there not that long ago, and I couldn't get even the third episode. Oh, that's odd. 
So I'll check again. Listen, you're supposed to be computer literate, Ben. Please, please help us. Well, I, I, I booted up my desktop computer, uh. and I navigated through the interweb. Still talking. This is where you go. Http colon slash slash backslash backslash. Go forward slash forward slash. <laughs> www. Dot. I just put in the uh, the the dot. Uh, Ryan and Geo. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to those two episodes. Ben. Yeah. Yeah, and thanks. yeah. Yeah. I know you guys are trying to get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the new podcast where we just interview like, Ben Farrell. It's like it's like it's like my adolescence all over again. <laughs> all the cool kids want to get rid of you. People trying to get rid of me. Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. Especially the, especially the girls. Especially the girls. All right. Well, you guys have a um, a good afternoon. Is it like the late show where it's supposed to be in the evening, but it's really in the afternoon? I don't know, Ben. Oh man, you kind of ruined the whole thing. I don't even know what day it is anymore. All I can tell you is that Gio's I mean, wearing the same shirt. I know shirt. people can't see your set, but do you have like a nighttime scene behind you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just like uh, just like Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. There's a weep, okay, good. There's, there's a, a moon like moon hanging from high high budget project. High budget. Mm-hmm. High budget. Okay, All right, well, you guys, you guys have a good uh, after evening. After evening. <laughs> okay, buddy. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh man, love you, Ben. <laughs> Uh, so, Gio, yeah. you are talking a lot about having guests, which is why I've done those two calls. Yeah. I thought that was fun. That is fun. We, we, might, should... we might do like a, instead of doing it during my news, we might do it like a, let's say, let's make a call. Let me call somebody <laughs> and just see what they're doing. It's not a bad idea. And ask them about whatever our topic is. Yeah. Oh, man, we should have called Josh. Which one? I have so many that Josh's one Josh that life. likes my brother, my brother, and me. Oh, oh, that Mason. we work with. Oops, I said his last name. No, I don't know if anyone heard it. Um, I don't know if I remember his last name. Well, that's good news. I'm glad that Ben had a burrito for lunch and, and a, a nap. nap. The nap is good. That's really nap good news. Good. What are we doing again? So now um, we're gonna get to the meat. And potatoes. <laughs> the meat and potatoes. Of the podcast. All right, so how do you want to do this? Like, you talk about your first job, then me, and then back and forth? Yeah, sure. I think you should go first because you're me. older than me. <laughs> I don't know if I've had more jobs than you, though. Oh, you're right. I've I've jumped around a lot. You've done a lot I'm of I'm a job on. slut. <laughs> Heard that about you. Um, it's on bathroom walls. <laughs> Geo job slut. Call her. her to do something. For a hardworking employee, call Geo. <laughs> Snapchat this girl. <laughs> she needs a PA. Snapchat Geo. <laughs> so my first job, my first uh, real job, real job was I. Uh, I grew up in the East Mountains of New Mexico of Albuquerque, um, and my first job when I was a teenager. Uh, was at Dairy Queen because that was the only job that you could get that wasn't on a ranch. That Dairy Queen, uh, like the only landmark that I knew of Edgewood when I was mm-hmm. younger, when I went out there to visit my parents, I remember stopping at that. 
Dairy Queen. Your parents yeah. lived in Edinburgh? Not my parents. Sorry, my cousins. Cousins. Okay. Your aunt and uncle lived out there. Yeah. And I know them somehow. A couple of my aunts um. and <clears throat> former uncles. I had fun working at that job, mostly, um, because mm-hmm. we would mess up orders and then eat them. <laughs> Is that the best part of working that at was, Dairy Queen? That was the best part of working at Dairy the Queen. The food? Uh-huh. Um, I was real good at the little curly cue. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. When you make a cone or a sundae, you got to put that curly cue on there. Mm-hmm. I was real good at that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there was one time a guy had put too much soap in the mop water and then decided he was going to, like, figure skate on it. Did he hurt and himself? He fell and he broke his arm. Oh. So that was a highlight. <laughs> That sounds amazing. Yeah, I got paid $5.25 an hour. Wow. So I was able to buy my own gas. <laughs> so you could pay your way mm-hmm. to work every day. So I could pay my way to work. It's a vicious cycle from the get-go. Yeah. So that was my first job, Dairy Queen. Cool. My first job was at a place called D.W. Spuds. I love this. In the Winrock Mall. <laughs> Because in the food man, court? In the food court. Nice. A uh, man named David Whaley. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know David. Went to my church mm-hmm. and would hire kids from the church. And so I started working there. It was a, basically a fast food job. Uh, we made burgers and fries and potatoes. Were you in high school? I uh, was in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was this at Coronado Mall? Winrock Mall. Winrock Mall. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying Winrock. to even remember what the food court looked like back then. I think there was a fountain in it, and it was by that big tilt, the there arcade. There was a fountain, and there was tilt. Yeah. And there was a hot dog place. There was that a Johnny also... Rockets upstairs. Was there? Yeah, and that weird staircase. It was like a weird platform in the middle of the whole thing. Yeah, that's thing. weird. It was weird. It's a weird mall. It was a weird mall. It's still kind of there. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Sort of. It's more like just a big strip mall, like a big convoluted yeah, strip mall. All that interior space is still there. Oh, you're right. Yeah. They just like... put the new stuff is all where Montgomery Ward oh, used yeah, to be. Oh, yeah, Montgomery Ward. Yeah. And the so the food court's all still there. That weird platform area is still there. <laughs> yeah. And but late at night, La, La Llorona walks through the halls very likely. and steals I would children. pretty much guarantee you La Llorona is still going through Yeah. That. You know. So that was my first thing, so fast food. It seems like like a thing is fast food to be a teenager's first job. Yeah, it was fine. So I worked at Dairy Queen for like two years. And then I, went, I started college mm-hmm. at UNM. So I was like, I can't work here anymore. I need... A job close to my university. Because uh-huh. I was highfalutin like that. So I looked in the Daily Lobo in the classified section. Everyone's a Lobo. I've heard. Wolf, wolf, wolf. Uh, <laughs> I hope my little wolf was really audible. <laughs> yeah, <I have> this. <laughs> gross. It sounds gross. <laughs> so <laughs> my second job I found in the classified section of the Daily Lobo is for data entry. Uh-huh. It was $7.50 an hour. Ooh, and I was like, oh, man, I could use that money. You notice I didn't say how much I made? Because I, I don't remember. You don't remember? It's probably about five fifteen. Yeah, that was minimum wage at the time. Much, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this data entry job, it was at a place called Aristotle Digital Archiving. Oh. 
And what I did was I prepared and scanned documents. Like a Griffin McElroy. Yeah, oddly enough, his first job was at a TCBY, so we have a very similar... Yeah. Um, Strangely, you, you weren't a 30 under 30 media Oh, man, I wasn't. I haven't made it. Maybe I'll be a, for, a 40 under 40 media luminary. There, that doesn't exist. <laughs> you worked real hard. <laughs> at five years. Well, there's no I way I'm going to be there. Uh, so that was my second job. Um, the most interesting thing that happened at that job is there was a guy. So you know how there's a Dane Cook bit about Marcus and how he's just shapes and how anytime Marcus comes around, people want to hide because he gives people the creeps. <laughs> no. You don't remember. Well, I don't remember jokes. There was a floor manager at, at Aristotle. And his name was Marcus, uh-huh. and he was Shapes, and he uh-huh. gave everyone the creeps. Uh-huh. And uh, anytime he turned a corner, everybody wanted to leave. But yeah, he was really into karate. Karate? He, karate. He lived at the dojo. Oh, my. <laughs> um, he had a roommate, apparently. I don't know how this dojo <laughs> worked, but apparently there were several men living in it. He had a roommate, and the roommate... Every night he like had a girlfriend, and so he'd tell Marcus like, "Hey, don't come come home tonight. You have to figure it out because I have this girl over." So Marcus, one day he spent the night at work, uh-huh. and there was this lady. Um, I won't say her name. She was a compulsive gambler. She would come in super early in the morning, like four thirty in the morning early. Uh-huh. So she came in, walked in, and Marcus was sleeping under a desk in his boxers. <laughs> And that's and it's funny. Like I look back on that, and I'm like, that's pretty sad. But at the time, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, poor Marcus. Poor Marcus. Anyway, so that's that's my second job. Did you read Pat Oswalt's book, um, Spaceship Wasteland Zombie no. Spaceship Zombie? Anyway, there's yeah. kind of a a human like that. Yeah. In in that book, that you feel real sorry for <laughs> as you as you read the book. You know, Oh, Aww. that poor person. Uh, he seemed which, to be doing fine. He was very, you know, happy with himself. It seemed he really liked Warren Zevon. Ah, uh, Warren Zevon died though. I hope no one listening to this is like, oh, that's my uncle Marcus. <laughs> oh. oh no. Uh, well, after uh, DW Spuds, I started working at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. The Coronado 6 movie theater. I remember that movie theater. It's now an empty lot. Mm-hmm. But it was an old movie theater. I saw Titanic at that theater. Oh, I probably threaded the projector for Titanic <laughs> at that movie theater. Um, wait, we have Titanic? We must have. What year was that that you worked there? I worked there... From like ninety six to ninety nine. Okay, so yeah, yeah. That's when that's. I mean, Titanic came out in ninety eight, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, so I worked at that movie theater and I got a lot of my friends' jobs there, and uh, yeah, I became a projectionist and then a manager. Nice. You no, know, it was awful. I was Moving a horrible, horrible up. manager. I was very bad at that job. Yeah. Um, I'm not. You know, I wasn't any good at it. I didn't pay enough attention to stuff. Well, you were a kid. Yeah, I shouldn't have done it. You were like, what, like 18 to 22 or something like that? Yeah, I shouldn't have done it. Man. That was dumb. 
Uh, they were dumb for hiring me uh, <laughs> as a manager. Like yeah. I, I should have, I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. It was. I mean, in in retrospect, it was a very bad idea. Yeah. I still have weird dreams about working in that movie, movie theater. Movie theater dreams. Yeah, where I'm like trying to. You're like meet drowning the in the butter. No, no, it's just more like work anxiety dreams, but it's at the theater. And, you know, we don't have enough concession people. Or where, like, gobstoppers are just rolling down the aisles and no. you have to stop them from making noise so that no. people have the no. proper movie experience. Never had that problem. Oh. No. I don't, and, you know, I probably have some movie theater stories like, uh, like when we had strip tease and we had to get the biohazard kit because somebody made a mess. No! Or. Anytime that there was like a action movie, like Broken Arrow, yeah. there'd always be like half full bottles of liquor oh, left sure. in the theater. That makes sense. Uh, whenever we had a movie like Waiting to Exhale, we sold a lot more hot dogs than normal. And I never <laughs> understood why. But my boss came by and said, We're opening that movie tonight, put on extra hot dogs. <laughs> I said, okay, they put on extra hours. They all sold. Is it, Was this like a, a like a romance movie thing? I think More it was. More hot dogs during romantic movies? Some, some people like to go, when they go, they eat at the theater rather okay. than like eating dinner and then going to the theater. They eat at the theater. Wait a minute. It's just a fact. Date movies. So date movies, you sold more hot dogs. I guess so. <laughs> Usually you go have dinner and then you see the movie. I know. I I, it was a weird experience. That is so weird. And there's a movie like Selena. <laughs> when you went in after Selena, there were so many nuts. Like nut carcasses everywhere. And heads up, you guys. Movie theaters don't sell nuts. <laughs> um, but there would be so many like... Sunflower seed Sunflower shells. Sunflower seed shells, peanut shells, pistachio oh, shells. Oh, man. Look. It was just a madhouse. I am a Mexican-American. I am an American of Mexican descent. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Uh-huh. I, myself, have snuck in pistachios to a movie theater. Wow. But I'm not a jerk. I don't ever throw them nuts. on the floor. Oh, it was gross. That's Humans mean. Humans are gross. That's just mean. I, I, I always wanted to take our biggest theater and just put a sign. It's like, we have not cleaned this theater. All of the trash that you see is yours. Like, it's this is the mess you leave. Yeah. Like, don't get mad at us for not cleaning. This is you, humans. You oh, are gross. Oh, God. So, it um, has gotten better, it seems. I don't know. I think they actually have more cleaners. We went to... Yeah. Lizzie and I went to go see, uh, uh, what's that movie called? Annihilation. Yeah. And we got there way early. And we went in before they cleaned it. And there were like six people came in to clean this theater. Nice. It was like, really? Because they have to do the turnaround really fast, right? Isn't that? I guess so. I don't know. It was a lot more people than we ever had. We yeah. at most had like two ushers cleaning theaters. Man. That was it. Um, but anyway. That's a good thing. Yeah. And we and th- that was a small theater. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. Was... So I worked at, at um, Aristotle Digital Archiving for a little over five years. Wow. I know. I went to college and quit college in that amount of time. <laughs> um, and then I, what did I do after that? I think I uh, ended up at a cafe. In the end, I was laid off because the 
the <laughs> they company. decided they didn't need to scan things anymore. No, the company ended. Um, so what did wait? What did Marcus do? Uh, he was like a floor manager. He just but made what sure. did he do? Uh huh. When the company ended, I don't know. He was one of the last ones there. It was so there was my boss. Um, was his name Aristotle? Yeah. <laughs> He asked a lot of questions. No, that's Socrates. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, that's not even Socrates. He wrote that? about other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, In islands that didn't really exist. What was I saying? Oh, so uh, my boss, it was my boss, me, Marcus, and Wayne. And it was just the four of us to the bitter end. Uh-huh. And then my time came, so they laid me off. And then I got a job at a place called Fourth and Roma Cafe, which is still there. Mm. It's downtown uh, in the... Fourth and Roma? It is at Fourth and Roma, which is also the location of the Clear Channel building. Like, oh. So it's on the bottom floor of the Clear Channel uh. Uh, whatevers. Uh, and I learned how to make espresso there. Nice. And I worked there for one month. One <laughs> month? Yeah. Wow. I have a good reason, though. I was hired somewhere else, so. Uh, I see. Yeah. Well, while I was working at the movie theater, uh-huh. I also got a job. I'm a manager at a movie theater, but I got a side job mm-hmm. working at Suncoast Motion Picture Ooh, Company. Oh, nice. With, and that's where I met my friend Shana. I feel like I knew you when you worked at Suncoast. Could be. I think so. But I also worked at Suncoast, um, like, seasonally, mm-hmm. just for kicks. Okay, like, maybe then. Just weirdly. It would be like, want to work Black Friday? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's see what happens. Nice. Yeah, because I worked there a couple times after I got married, mm-hmm. just because yeah. it was there. Yeah. <laughs> and Shana was there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Suncoast. Yeah. I loved Suncoast. It was, you know, I, I if I know anything about movies, it's not really from the movie theater. That's why I know movies from the 90s, working at the movie theater. But if I know anything about movies, it's from working at Suncoast and people would ask for things and have to go and find them. And yeah. Give would, they, would they ask you dumb questions? Like, look, there was a movie. There was a guy and a girl in it. The guy falls in love with the girl. I want this to be an actual movie so I could try and actually answer it. So. The, the guy falls in love with the girl. Uh-huh. The girl rejects him. Uh-huh. The guy goes on a binger. Uh-huh. The girl realizes what she did wrong. Uh-huh. She tries to get the guy back. Uh-huh. But the guy committed suicide. Uh-huh. And then the girl committed suicide. That's the movie called Drunk that my friends made. No, <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure that's um, I Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of, a little bit. <laughs> William Shakespeare's movie, you know, with, uh, with Claire Danes. I wasn't even talking about any movie in specific. I was just like, let's make what this as generic as possible. What's the bet? Um, what were we talking about? Yeah. So, yeah, I started working there, and I just had fun. Yeah. And I just really, I just worked there for fun. Yeah. Wasn't really for money. Sometimes it was for the discount. Yeah. It's where I got into anime, where yeah. I met my friend Michelle. Oh, man, uh, see, now that you're talking about all your friends, I'm remembering all the friends I hired, pretty much, at Aristotle. I got so many people jobs at that place. I did the same thing at the movie theater. Yeah. Ricky and Ray, I got jobs there. Yeah, Janelle, our mutual oh, friend Janelle. Janelle. Um, yeah, lots of people worked at oh. Aristotle because I recommended them. Oh. That was fun. <laughs> now to think about it. Right, what was after? So, uh, oh yeah, after Fourth and Roma, I got a job at PNM oh. because my boss, who worked at Aristotle, uh-huh. 
he got a job at PNM. And like, so, is this Aristotle? Is this yeah, there? so Aristotle. Uh-huh. Um, after that fell apart, he got a job uh, in the Records Information Management Services uh-huh. Department of PNM. So mm-hmm. he called me up. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I have a new job. Do you want to come work for me? And I was like, okay. And um, I made... I'm done slinging coffee. <laughs> yeah. I made two and a half times what I did at the... <laughs> cafe <laughs> wow so it was like huge for me yeah and it was uh, john and i were engaged and um yeah a couple of guys from the aristotle place ended up working there as well and um not marcus though no not marcus that's interesting <laughs> i wonder what happened to marcus what dude happened to marcus maybe he got his black belt yeah hopefully yeah. and maybe he teaches taekwondo i hope so hmm. wherever you are marcus hit us up yeah, I would. I'm serious. I'd like to know. At mention us, and I'm sorry I told you told that story about you being in your underwear. Yeah, well, hopefully you tell that story because it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun story. Yeah. <laughs> so I worked at PNM for um, only a year and a half, and there's a reason for that. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, after Suncoast, so I I kept working Suncoast seasonally again just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked, uh, then I went to work for America Online. Mm. And I was, uh, I, I had a training class and I met Ben, we just talked to on the phone, while working at America Online. You met my friend Pez. I met Pez, yeah. yeah. He was IT there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a bunch of other people. Uh, I think Ben's the only one I'm really still yeah. friends with. I feel like every now and then you'll mention your AOL days and you'll mention someone that you worked with and it's like, oh, weird. Like, there's just a weird connection. Uh, this you know person I mean? we just... work with every now and then who works in Transpo now, yeah, uh, Dora Fay, and she uh, she worked at AOL. Yeah, with exactly. Just like it's that. Just, it's weird. AOL was a huge employer back a then. A huge employer. We uh, turned the whole place over at least once a year sometimes oh one and a half times a year yeah so it's say we had a thousand employees we would hire a thousand five hundred people every year yeah so what what time frame is this now this is from 99 to 2006 okay i for sure knew you while you worked at oh yeah absolutely this is through me getting married yeah yeah um, okay, so 99 to 2006. I'm at PNM. Yeah, 2004 to 2006. Okay. And I was on the ninth floor of PNM. Uh-huh. And I was in a cubicle doing the most mundane, boring work. Now, I was in a cubicle also. Yeah. And I was taking tech support calls from idiots. I would find myself looking out the window to the north. Of that PNM building downtown, uh-huh. wanting to jump out. <laughs> so when John and I got married, we moved downtown, and we would just—I would just walk a block and a half to work because you know why yeah. not. And uh, and uh, we were invited to be on a tour because we were in a band together at the time. Uh-huh. That's uh, the <clears throat> bus band. Hit by a bus. Hit by a bus. We did. A four-month-long tour, which meant I had to quit my job. Uh-huh. So I quit. And I guess I could say that was my fourth job, <laughs> was being on tour with the band. Yeah, why not? Because they did uh, provide food, lodging, and 
gas money for this tour. Mm-hmm. Everything else that we sold in merch that was ours to keep. We didn't make a lot of money, but we made a lot of friends. Actually, I'm still friends with a few people on that tour. So oh, that's cool. we went all over the western states for <laughs> four months. It was nuts. I, I, I miss. I had a hit by a bus shirt. It's still one of my favorite shirts I've ever had in my life. I don't know why. I loved it. Yeah. It's comfy. Which one was it? Was it, it was the one with the two girls? and it had the like boxes with your heads in oh, it. Oh, that one. That's old, yeah. old school. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I wore it a lot. I so. think it got holes in it and stuff. Nice. That was our four, my fourth, fifth oh, okay. job. So I got laid off from America Online um, a year before they closed down the America Online uh, building here in Albuquerque. So I was a year earlier than everyone else. And I went a few miles down the street to T-Mobile. Yeah. Which is where my buddy Will worked. So I was like, hey, Will, do you think I can get a job? I just got laid off. I think I got I got laid off, went home, shaved, and uh, got cleaned up, and then went to, uh, went to T-Mobile and applied. Nice. Like uh, within... A couple hours. Smart. And I got a new job. Yeah. And so you had all that adrenaline pumping because you just lost your job. And you're like, I'm going to do this. You yeah. Like I had just gotten married. Yeah. You know, we were in an apartment and then I was unemployed. Jeez. And I was like, oh, crap. So yeah. I got a job at T-Mobile. Nice. And, you know, then I was answering stupid telephone questions. <laughs> Instead of stupid computer questions. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Hibibus got back from tour. We had to move in with my parents. <laughs> Thanks, Mom and Dad. And we lived with them for maybe three months, and then we moved into a house in Moriarty that um, John's grandfather owned, mm-hmm. but was sitting empty. Because it wasn't John's uncle in it for a long John's time? great-grandmother lived in it. Oh. Okay. But she had long been moved into a nursing home. And then ah. she passed away. So that house had been sitting empty for a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we were like, well, we'll move in and we'll kind of fix it up, you know, and make sure that someone's in there and no one steals anything, breaks in or cooks drugs <laughs> or whatever. Uh-huh. So, so we did. And uh, I got a job at New Mexico Relay Network. Oh, what's that? Which is like a, you know, the TTY machines for oh, deaf people? No. Oh, I was an operator no. for that. So I'm sure you got some of those relay oh, calls. They're the worst. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Please say go ahead. Um, so we would mostly get prison calls. Really? <laughs> and... Um, we knew that they, it was just people trying to call out when they weren't supposed to. Because you could, I, I don't know how it worked. Apparently, you didn't have to pay for calls to uh, the relay, so they would do that. Interesting. In order to hear another voice or something, and they would try to like talk to us, the operators, or they would try to get, like sneak a free call in that way. Wow. So when I worked at like at AOL, I don't think I ever had one at at. Uh, T-Mobile, mm-hmm. but you get those, and it was just like, oh crap! It takes there goes forever. my call time. Yep. So you'd have uh, <laughs> they'd ask whatever question, and it was, it was people. It's deaf people, mm-hmm. so they couldn't 
say what they wanted and they type it. Right. And, you know, sign language and how you communicate when you're deaf is different. It's from how what, you, the grammar is so yeah. different. It's very interesting. So sometimes you'd have these insane the questions. Sentences, like the syntax was off. And, and the poor TTY operator, they can't be like, here's what they mean. Yeah. All they can do is say exactly All we are is a says. conduit for the deaf person. We're, right. we're pretty much a, a computer for this person. And, you know, and of course, things like trying to fix your computer, yeah. it's not it, simple. It gets frustrating. And your bill for AOL sometimes would be complicated. Yeah. You'd be like, who used the screen name Angel But 27? <laughs> and be like, that daughter screen name. That daughter said, I want to butt your angel in a chat room. <laughs> Block, please. Block, please. And Block, she was please. unfortunately blocked. Yeah. That is why you cannot access your right. account. Right. Like, my daughter not talk that way. And it's not like there was a problem. Just the syntax was different. Right. Yeah. It's very, oh, it was I very interesting. I'm so sorry. How long were you there? I learned so much about sign language at that relay. It was very interesting. Oh, I bet. But at the same time, it was awful because people were abusing it. That job sounds horrible. Um, I worked there. Oh, man. Not long. I think it was f like just a few months. And then my next job gets interesting. All right. <laughs> well, that's when my job gets interesting. Yeah. Because after T-Mobile, I quit T-Mobile to go work in the film industry. Mm -hmm. And my first job in the film industry was on a small independent movie called Easier with Practice. Mm -hmm. Directed and written by Kyle Patrick Alvarez. And uh, I was hired as an intern. I was moved up to PA. Then I was moved to Prop Master, which is a union position. That is insane. In three weeks of being there. And I got all of my union days on that first show. Really? Mm -hmm. So I have all my union days where I was a Prop Master. My first union days, 21 days. Whoa. That's no, I did crazy. it. Crazy. When that was all I needed to do. Yeah. Pay my money. And that was in. Yeah. I didn't need to do any charity. I didn't need to do anything else. Yeah. That was kind of, I was done. You were I in. was in the union. And then I didn't work another union job for quite a while. <laughs> but that was uh, that was how I started. Easier with Practice is a great little movie. Yeah. Starring Brian Garrity. Kyle Patrick Alvarez went on to direct... Uh, What's that thing called? Stanford Experiment? Oh. Uh, Stanford Prison Experiment? Yeah. Uh, he's great. He directed some episodes of um, 13 Reasons Why. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping, because he works with Netflix, I hope he directs an episode of that new show yeah, that I might that work on. you might be working on. Because it would be right up his alley. Yeah. I Like, if I had any place to suggest, I'd be like, Please. guys, Kyle yeah. would be great for this show. Well, and then you'd get moved up to prop master. <laughs> so that was what in two thousand seven. That was yeah, two, around there. I don't remember. Do you know it was like it was two thousand eight because that's yeah. when Emma was born. Oh, okay. Yeah, my daughter was born when I just quit my, oh my like gosh. nice steady job to go work in the to, film to industry to intern. Yeah, to intern. 
so I that's very interesting, Brian, because uh, I quit New Mexico Relay because I got my first film job. It was through Puck. Puck Stare. Puck Stare. Um, and we knew Puck through just, it was just coincidence that I happened. You know what? No, that's not right. I'm sorry. She was, what? I'm getting my timelines confused. Uh-huh. I quit and went on to become a substitute teacher at Moriarty oh, School District. I was like, I can't be driving into Albuquerque and being get getting paid $9 an hour. I can't do this. Right. <laughs> I need a job in Moriarty. And that's really the only job you can get in Moriarty unless you work at McDonald's. And I was not going to work at McDonald's. Or own a restaurant. Well, we'll get there later. <laughs> so I was a substitute teacher. And these kind of coincide. So um, we we became friends with Puck because um, uh, a friend of hers was our band manager. Mm-hmm. And we went, we went to their house for dinner. And... Uh, she happened to ask what I did for a living. I said, I'm a substitute teacher. She said, oh, well, I'm working on this movie. Uh, she was a location scout at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm working on this movie, and they could actually use a teacher for the set. And so um, I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so Puck got me a job working on Spy Next Door with Jackie Chan. With Jackie Chan, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it was fun. Right on. I loved that job. Yeah? I loved it so much. And for some reason, I didn't think to ask for more of those jobs. (laughs) And uh, I think I did that for like... I I did that for enough days to get me into the union. And I just didn't think to do it. Oh, yeah, you should have. I should have. But I don't know. I didn't know. And no one told me. (laughs) So... so, I wish uh, I had thought about it. So the show ended and I moved on. And I met Jackie Chan. It was great. Go, go, Jackie Chan. So that was my first job in the film industry, and then my last for a long time. <laughs> uh, well, right on. After Easier with Practice, and yes, I actually just pulled up my IMDb. Oh, my God. Because I don't know. Are we going to list? We're not going to list all of our film. Well, okay. Well, then that, I started be... just working. Well, like, okay. You started working we'll talk... regularly. Yeah, we'll talk different positions. Okay. So after after Easter with practice, I was an office PA for the transportation department on a show called Easy Money. Mm-hmm. And then I went to be an office PA just for the office on Book of Eli. Book of Eli is still my favorite thing I've worked on. I'm still friends with the director and storyboard artists. And, uh, yeah, it's still the best experience I've had. Nothing has topped it. Yeah. And probably nothing will. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. When you have experiences like that doing what we do, it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And you just know, like, I don't know if it'll ever be that way again. <laughs> right. It's kind of and it won't. I, I'm sure it won't. Yeah. It was, It was too many coincidences. It was like... Oh, you suddenly are working like, oh, Denzel Washington just walked in. Yeah. Oh, this is Albert Hughes, the yeah. director of Menace to Society. Yeah. Like, oh, he's awesome. Yeah. And why, how are we friends? Yeah. Oh, he really loves Pink Floyd? <laughs> right on. <laughs> uh, this is Chris Weston. He's this awesome comic book artist. Oh, you have some of his comics? Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, oh, who's that girl that Albert brought in? My goodness, she's gorgeous. Oh, it's Mila Kunis. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, this is your life now. Yeah. This is what it's going to be like. Oh, you made good friends with uh, Tinsel Washington's driver and he painted your crappy van for you? That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, too bad we didn't fix the motor and the van was still a piece <laughs> of junk. Uh, we had to sell it. But... Um, you know, whatever. Like it was, wow. it was an experience. Was I remember a that a van. Lifetime. I vaguely remember that van now. Yeah, they painted it awesome green and white. It yeah. was it was super pretty. Yeah, the motor was still a piece of junk. <laughs> so we sold 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 it for a hundred bucks. Oh no! Yeah. So while you were doing that, I was I went back to substitute teaching for the Moriarty School District, and then I ended up uh, working full time at Moriarty High School. And that was, I want to call that time period, the year of parties. Although How was that the year of parties? It took place over probably... I worked in a high school! It is unfortunate that I had that job because we were silly. Uh-huh. It was uh, the time that my brother became of age to drink. <laughs> uh-huh. And here's the thing is, after I... I we, I graduated from high school. I jumped onto the band thing, so I left, and all of my friends kind of left, and so we all just kind of split apart. Uh-huh. So when I came back home, I was like, oh, all my friends are gone. So my brother's friends, like, adopted John and I. <laughs> and they are all, like, five, all six, friends, seven though. years younger than us. But, yeah, we're still friends. They are good, good people. Yeah. And so that year of parties involved my brother... And our friends. <laughs> we had some wild parties. Nice. And um, they weren't wild. It was just silliness, just goofiness. Like, you put a bunch of dorks in a room together with alcohol and, mm-hmm. you know, things happen. It's dumb. And uh, so that was while I worked at Murray High School. Mm-hmm. I was also the student council uh, sponsor. So I had a bunch of kids under my wing that I was helping. It's weird. Student Council is like a leadership group. Mm-hmm. And I'm the least leadery person ever. I had no business doing it, but they were going to pay and me a stipend. watching you with a PA sometimes. Oh, it's awful. It's like, what's she going to do? Oh, it's the worst. Hmm. Yep. Thanks, Brian. I don't know. You saw me with a PA. You were my PA. Jeez. Oh, so anyway. Was I any better? If I didn't have Wendy, you never would have learned anything to do. No, I feel like I did learn a lot from you. But anyway, that's the next thing maybe okay well what did this was like from 2010 to 2000 so the next thing after that was back in the movies for you no not yet okay good how many until then because i can one fill more the space one oh, more okay perfect yeah so uh after book of eli uh i went and did this uh, TV show called The Outdoor Room. One of the weirdest experiences of my life. And it was this reality show that just f- shot really quickly. And it wasn't it wasn't fit for the way my brain works. And I was not good at it. And I don't know why they actually liked me. <laughs> and I have this credit even on my IMDb. And I'm like, I've, I've never put it on a resume. Yeah. It was a weird experience. I've never I heard of like this. It. And people, I didn't get it. Yeah. So then... Uh, I started working with Corey Bowl in travel, and I started on due date. I was the assistant uh, travel coordinator on due date. Then I was travel coordinator on Beyond the Blackboard. 
That's I've which was a Hallmark movie. Ah, and I would work with Hallmark a thousand times. I got along really well with a couple of the producers. Yeah. Uh, I did Cowboys and Aliens with Corey. I would imagine Hallmark producers have to be pleasant. Not all of them were. Uh, <laughs> one of them was very pleasant. Another okay. one was not. And got it. I'm not going to go into who that was. Sure. Uh, Weinstein. <laughs> no. Uh, I was an accounting clerk for the Avengers. Uh, I was travel coordinator on uh, Bless Me Ultima. So this is you kind of like jumping around. Yeah. I kind of, I was kind doing of travel, travel coordinating all the way up through, I mean, just travel. It's until funny, the movie called 50 to 1. You mentioned Bless Me Ultima because mm-hmm. you got Jonathan a job. I did get Jonathan a job. On Bless Me Ultima, but just doing like day playing a studio teacher. Mm-hmm. And I actually day played on it once. Mm-hmm. But John did a few more than I did uh, because John continued to substitute teach while I worked. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did travel stuff all the way up through 50 to 1. Yep. Which was about a horse. Right. And then. I started working at a restaurant. Okay, you talk about your restaurant. Okay. So, John and I, we're working at the high school. We're hating it. And then, so, John, Brian, so, uh, we decide we have this great idea. There's a woman we know. Her name is Connie. She owns a place called Connie's Grill. And she has, she owns the restaurant. She decides she wants to sell it to us. We're like, okay, we're going to buy this restaurant. So we did. We bought a restaurant from Connie out of nowhere. Just, yep, we could do this. Let's do it. We're tired of working for people anyway. We're going to work for ourselves. Uh, And we do that for about two years, I want to say. And it goes great at first. And then, I don't know, the depression happens. And, you know, we're broke I think between the two of us, both John and I together, every week we would pay ourselves about $300 for the both of us to be at that restaurant a combined mm, 100 hours a week. (laughs) So $300, 100 hours a week, that's $3 an hour. We were being paid $3 an hour by ourselves. But we never went hungry. We had karaoke nights on Tuesdays, which was the worst. <laughs> it was so what was what was, was the restaurant called? Fun at first. Oh yeah, it was just called the Grill. The Grill. Because we couldn't we couldn't think of a good name, uh-huh. and we wanted the familiarity of Connie's Grill to remain because Connie mm-hmm. actually was very very beloved by the community. You didn't want to do like a symbol and say the Grill formerly known as Connie's. <laughs> that would have been. So good. See, this is why they should, you should have had me around. I wish we were friends then. <laughs> I think we knew each other. But no, we, we were friends. We weren't friends. We had all, we had kind of been friends. Yeah, not not like we not are now. Like, not like friends. Friends. We though. wouldn't like call each other up and say something stupid or text each other bramble pelt every now and then. Right. Um, <laughs> um. So that that was the restaurant business was hard, and towards the end of it, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, John was like, you're right. We can't do this anymore. Let's sell the place. And I was like, okay, you figure out the sale of the business. There was a guy who was interested. Uh-huh. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to temp at PNM because my old boss at that, he actually came out to Moriarty to grab a burger because mm. he was like, by the way, 
We had good burgers, okay? No, it's sad because I never ate You never made it out. But we made it out there a couple times, but it was like... It was more to like visit. Yeah. You know, and you guys weren't there. Anytime we showed up, you weren't there for some weird reason. But uh, uh, your father in law went there quite a bit. We'd probably see him maybe once a week. He was a big fan. Yeah. Um, Man, we had good burgers. I just have to say, they were so good. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, so we just started to kind of sell it to another guy who was interested. He was was very nice and purchased it for us. Mm -hmm. We made a little bit of a profit on it. And, John moved on. He decided, I'm going to do music recording full-time. Uh-huh. And Gio, you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm temping at PNM, And then I was like, you know what? I really liked that job where I was a studio teacher. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to try to do that again. So I think I got in touch with Puck because she's the one that got me the job. I got uh-huh. I was just reaching out. I was desperate, just clawing at whoever I knew in the business. Mm-hmm. I And then I reached out to you. I was like, hey, I know you work for the film industry. Can you get me a job? <laughs> And lo and behold, after 50 to 1, I, uh, my friend Ashley Marsh mm-hmm. uh, decided that she was going to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. And she left this really great gig with a production designer, Guy Barnes, mm-hmm. as his art department coordinator. That was your first art department coordinator job? The homesman was really? my first art department coordinator. I had no job. idea. Oh wow! I, so I seemed like I knew what I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> I I was like Brian knows so much. I was like you. Well, I, how many years is that into working? At in that point, then? you had probably been in it for like four years, four yeah. and a half years. So I mean, I'd done it, but not art department coordinator. Yeah, I'm still finding stuff out. The yeah. stuff you know now, I guarantee you, I don't know. I don't know. The stuff about this current job that we do yeah um so i just remember you got me that job and i looked up to you so much i was like oh man i really can't let brian down that's so weird weird. (laughs) that's the weirdest thing to me (laughs) because that whole time i'm like i have no idea what i'm doing (laughs) and uh so i yeah i was lucky enough to get that job especially with a guy like guy barnes because what a person i mean seriously (laughs) what a human yeah you know he's one of my favorite people just totally a different person than anyone else that exists on the planet he is one in a billion yep uh and his wife is also one in a billion wendy ozzles barnes so amazing and they're such an amazing couple it's just like as polar opposite as can be Mm -hmm. but it works so well but it works because they work together yeah Man, uh, such great people, and it, what, what a lucky thing to have happen, um, you know. It, it, and it's it is great to work with them. And so the first movie we worked on uh, was the the Homesman mm-hmm. with Tommy Lee Jones, yep, and some other people. <laughs> I don't remember who else is Miranda Otto and um, uh, who's that uh, lady? Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. That's that's who I remember. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I did that movie, and then I did some other junk. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Did we we moved on? Oh, you you got on a different show, and I, then you. I went and did Million Ways to Die right after. Right, you jumped onto doing travel on a Million Ways to Die in the West. And then, and then we were gonna do. You a helped movie. me get a job on Transcendence. Yeah. 
because uh, my buddy Kate Kelly was down there, who I met on Book of Eli. Yeah. Kate Kelly's one of the best humans that She's great. exists. I, I loved love working her. with her. I was her office PA. Yeah. She's... And I was too. <laughs> she's just really great, and I, yeah. I really I admire her so much. And she's just really one of my favorite people. That show was so good for me because I learned about um, the Office. Yeah, and it's important. I feel like everyone who works in film should work in the production office. I agree, a hundred percent. Because uh, and you see the PAs that we've had that don't have that experience. Yeah. it's like, oh, dude, you wouldn't last a day yeah like you're taking advantage of the fact that you work in the art department the art department we're like the groovy funky hippie part of all of this right the office stuff has to hustle yeah yeah it's a different world and it's delicate too because you're dealing with people who don't have time for you yeah and (laughs) egos which is again what's amazing about book of eli is that like albert especially put up with me so much yeah it's just like liked me coming in and saying weird stuff all the time yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. how did you, how did i get away with that right how strange yeah you know uh all those people that's that's different so what was the next show that we worked on together after midnight that sun. was it midnight sun midnight sun was this uh movie about the uh making of the atomic bomb that mm-hmm. was uh written by this guy that was in Gilmore Girls, <laughs> and I don't remember his name. I didn't right know now. that. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, and it was fun, and it, would, it was really interesting. I did like a crash course. Yeah, that would have been a fun, fun yeah. show to work on. I don't know how we couldn't afford it. I have no idea how we were gonna make that movie. We did not have the money. Yeah. Uh, and we really didn't have the money. They ended up shutting down. Right. And that's what happened. To I worked that. on it for two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, in that two weeks, I became a subject matter expert on the uh, on the making of the atomic bomb. Probably got my name on a lot of watch lists. And uh, and then I was unemployed for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I was unemployed too. And I had I remember considering working at Walmart because I was still living in Moriarty, and they had just built a Walmart in Edgewood. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do now. I've been unemployed for a month now. I think, mind you, at this point, I had worked on uh, four, three or four shows, and I still didn't realize that I had enough hours to get into the union. Wow. From, from the first show. Uh, so we kept working, or we kept being unemployed, and then you picked up a job and tried to get me a job on that show. Which show was that? That would have been Good Kill. Good Kill. And it just didn't work. I'm not a director's assistant. That's what <laughs> I interviewed for, and it was not. Oh good. yeah, and the guy they ended up hiring uh, is awesome, and is like an awesome director's assistant. Yeah. Yeah, you would have really liked uh, Andrew Nicole though. He's an awesome dude. I'm sure I would have done fine but at a later a time. Of, a it, lot of. Um, What's that thing called? A lot of final cut, not oh, final cut, final, final draft, draft stuff. Yeah, stuff and which uh, I was not. That was his main thing. He yeah. the first thing he asked me was like, "Do you know Final Draft?" And I was yeah. like, "No, but I am so good at learning." Yeah, <laughs> and that was he, he would have liked you. You guys would have gotten along well, but the guy that ended up getting that job was really good. Uh, Garcia, Dominic Garcia. Oh, okay. He's, and he's I worked killer. With him. He's yeah. still doing awesome. Yeah, work. You know, he, he did really good. Um, what, what did you end up doing? So I ended up interviewing for like two other shows that were happening and I didn't get any of them. And then I 
ended up on Hieroglyph. Oh, right. Which was a pilot for Fox that did not happen. It was written by Travis Man. Beecham. That was one of those wrote, crazy things that everyone was everyone saying. Everyone was positive. If you are not on Hieroglyph, you are not going to work. huge. Hieroglyph is going to shoot... It's guaranteed to shoot for three seasons. It was at Albuquerque Studios. Yeah. The sets were enormous. The art department was enormous. Uh Um, And, uh, yeah, like John Reese davies was on it. (laughs) John Reese davies (laughs) Uh, But, man, I learned a lot. That's the first show I worked with Rob Corlew, and he taught me a lot of things. I thought Rob was on um, Transcendence, no? No, Rob wasn't on Trent. Well, oh yeah, because no, Kate was, it was Kate. Yeah, and uh, so then we were still split. And then I think at that point we ended up. You ended up on Bloodfather, and then mm-hmm. and then I was you doing got me travel on Bloodfather, and you came in to PA some. Yeah, uh, that that show was. I mean, it it had its problems, but there were a lot of great things about Bloodfather. Yeah, like uh, the craziest thing about Bloodfather is I got. A, one of the guys cast on it like the, the guy that plays Preacher they oh. we were like give me this movie so I could see this person give me this movie so I could see this person and they asked and I can't remember his name and I'm not going to look Fra- it no never mind uh, and they said give me this to see this guy I said well if you need that guy you need to watch Red State the, the Kevin Smith movie and they're like, really? I said, yeah. So I brought my copy of Red State, because <laughs> I owned it, and brought it and said, watch this. They watched it, and they were like, okay. And they called him, and they made the deal, and they hired him. Wow. And that's that's probably the most impact I've had on... On a show? An actual... Anything actually happening. Yeah. So then you moved on to do Messengers. Then Messengers. And then and, I followed. And you did Messengers. And we had so much fun on that show. It, it was a different experience all around. It was so silly. Yeah. Working with Steve Mays and Rosario. Yeah. And Slippers. Slippers. Shuffles. Shuffles. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's when I got into the union, even though I could have gotten into the union oh. long before So you then. didn't until, until then. That got you in, huh? That got me in because I was doing clearances. Oh, right. And then uh, you pretty much did all the prep work for House of Cards, and then I <laughs> sat in on it like a dummy, not knowing what to do, and that was my first art, art department coordinator. Yeah. Job. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, so we're doing House of Cards? Oh, Geo's doing House of Cards. Okay, cool. Uh, I remember you being grumpy about it, and I felt I was, awful. but then I, I got over it. I, I felt so bad. I hated it. And then... I just uh, wanted money. <laughs> and then, so now we were both art department coordinators, and Guy was the one production coordinator, and we've always been, like, really, like, tenuous about it. Like, oh, so are you going to do it? Yeah, or, I don't know. Or, I mean, I mean, it's it, always or, worked out. It's and worked then, out, yeah. And then Mission Control. Yeah, and we did the same thing that we did yeah. on Messengers. Yeah, and that worked. That worked. I didn't do... I, I did a lot on Mission Control, but I didn't do the usual art department coordinator stuff I was used to. Like, you track the budget. Yeah. And I did something else. So yeah. Like, yeah. Well, is that what we're doing? Okay. I don't know. It worked. It worked. <laughs> that was <laughs> and, a fun show. And now we're working on uh, Cosmos. Yeah. So we work together on average once every two years. Yeah. Well, hopefully for longer. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. I don't know what's going to happen next. Me neither. It's a, it's an interesting situation. It is very interesting. Into. Um, well, it's a different show. Yeah. It's very different. It's not like Cosmos anything. Or? Yeah. 
Yeah, just cool. the the, cool. the the structure of it. It's not yeah. like anything I've ever worked with. But our production designer on this show is amazing. He's so nice. I dig him. Yeah, super nice. I had I had that weird experience where we all went to lunch and I just kind of sat there just listening to him and he talked and talked and talked. It was just like I could listen to you forever. Oh. This is crazy. Okay. So Lizzie and I, for Christmas, uh-huh. we did that 23andMe DNA thing. Oh, yeah. And you know how uh, our production designer it's... was talking about, like, the the first humans? Yeah. And, uh, and, and the Neanderthals? Yeah. And how, like, if your second toe is bigger than your yeah. big I toe. Yeah, I want to look at my feet now. Yeah, I think oh, I've got it. Yeah, me too. So I mine's way bigger. It's like a half inch. Whoa! <laughs> I can grab shit. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> I can too. I'm so proud of myself being able to pick stuff yeah, up I with can, my feet. Yeah, I can throw things. I'm doing pretty good. Um, so the thing on the 23andMe, it comes up with like your uh, how much Neanderthal. What? Or how much more Neanderthal you have than other people? Above like 80 percent. My percentile of Neanderthals what? more than most of the people that have done the 23andMe. So I'm like, that's not a surprise. Like, my family's all from Europe. Yeah. Yeah. That, that part, part of Europe. Sure. It's like Germany and England and Ireland. Well, that makes me wonder then if I've got the toe. That's a, that, uh, now I'm interested. Because that's weird. I want to do a 23andMe then. Yeah. It's so I, I got it at Christmas. It was on sale. And yeah. it was like my big surprise present. I tried to do a surprise present yeah. every year. And that was my surprise for Lizzie. Is yeah. that we both got it. She hasn't gotten hers yet. Uh, uh, but she doesn't. She, her toes don't do. She, she has regular yeah. toes. And But he was saying how. Regular toes. <laughs> Zach was saying how like all humanity came from Africa which right. duh yeah but uh, the Neanderthals were like the first people that left Africa and went up north and got used to the cold yeah that, that's the Neanderthals and like everybody else that kind of stayed in Africa longer and it branched branched off right mm-hmm. But the earliest people that left, there's your, like, Neanderthal. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in that group. And I guess my wife's not. But then Emma's toes are like Lizzie's. Yeah. Eleanor's toes like mine. Fun. Interesting. I love that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's pretty exciting. I can't <laughs> wait to talk to Wendy about it because she's the one who was really like, yeah, you need to do it. Yeah. These so are the joys of um, working on Cosmos is, like, all the science stuff that keeps coming up. Yeah. Like, uh, well, we can't give anything away, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I've really been enjoying working on this show. Yeah, and it's a, I mean, it's a cool show. It's, a, I'm excited that my name will be on it. Yeah, and I'm seeing people that I worked with on uh, many ways tonight. Yeah, and that's kind of cool. It's yeah. like a weird like. All oh, hey. oh, right, because it's the same production, same production Seth MacFarlane's yeah, production. Yeah. Mm-hmm, not Scott. <laughs> nope, Seth. Seth. <laughs> right on, dude. Well, Gio. Yay. Yeah. What are you into? I am. Oh, let me look up my. I have to look at my notes. My notes. Uh, what am I into? Oh man. Oh no. I lost my notes. Um, I can tell you. Oh, I've been watching Love. Oh yeah. Um, I watched the first season and I really liked it, but I haven't gone back yet. So the thing is, like John and I aren't big on. Um, romance comedy. Uh-huh. Well, at love all. is isn't real big on romance <laughs> comedy either. But the it, it's weird. Like John doesn't usually watch lighthearted stuff, uh-huh. 
And so it surprised me when I was just kind of like walking around the house and, and doing things. And he was sitting on the couch watching TV. And uh, I was like, what are you watching? And he was like, oh, it's a show. It's like a Judd Apatow show. And he was like, I really like it. And I was is like, it a Judd Apatow show? It is. I didn't even and realize. I was like, you're watching a comedy? <laughs> what? Because he's like all like Jessica Jones, yeah. Black Mirror, The Has Punisher. He season of Jessica Jones? He's watching it. Well, oh. not anymore. He was watching it, and then season three of Love came out. Oh, so okay. I caught up. I watched the first two seasons, and now we're both like on the same episode, and we're watching it together. And cool. It is so fun. It is so funny, and like I relate to Paul Rust's character so much. You don't relate to uh, to what's her name? No, she's awful. <laughs> she's getting better. <laughs> Spoiler: she, She's getting better. I think they're both pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> From that first season, I was like, oh, kind of horrible people. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's the Enneagram Nine in me, where I just like, I'm like, yeah, that guy's an Enneagram Nine too, and I totally relate to that. Yeah, you were talking about that the other day, and I was like, what am I? Yeah. I, I forgot. I don't remember. Five. Five, I five, think. I think. Yeah, yeah. But I'm five everything, because fives are awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you into, Brian? Uh, so, I'm thinking that we should someday start a uh, My Brother, My Brother, Me podcast. Yeah. Because I just decided to start listening to... Drum roll. I'm sorry, I forgot. He forgot the name of the podcast. Rap. Real cool. You're real into it. Nice. I really am. I'm stinking loving it. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So um, Griffin McElroy and his wife Rachel Mm -hmm. uh, used to do a podcast called Rose Buddies about The Bachelor. Right. And I'm not a fan of The Bachelor. Me neither. I, I understand. I get the whole thing I just, why it's fun and funny you know, and those girls on there are friggin nuts i get it i can't bring myself to watch it I but can't. yeah it's kind of the appreciation of that show i feel is negative it's not a positive right appreciation it's not a, yeah it's not like i love i appreciate this for the art right <laughs> it's um it's more like i uh, it's like watching a car accident when you drive by right right uh, so they started the show Wonderful, and what Wonderful is about stuff they like. Yeah. And I to- I understand so much that there's just like now we want to do about something we like because we've been watching the show that we hate. Yeah. Or about hate. Now we're gonna watch. Now we're gonna talk about stuff they like. Yeah. And it's pretty much like this segment of our show. Right. But just for but full for episodes. an hour. <laughs> and it's it's like. Uh, get up on this but not necessarily stuff that's new just Mm -hmm. stuff they like like first episode like lucky charms i like lucky charms let's talk about it exactly (laughs) like first episode rachel's like i really like when people say no worries and i'm like yeah man i say no worries Uh and it made me think about why do i say no worries she's like well it started actually in australia and i went oh yeah my brother went on a mission trip to australia Oh, and nice. came back and A mission said, trip to Australia. Well, they went to, uh, what's that place? They went to some other place okay. that needed more help yeah. and, and, and Australia. But he was always kind of into Australia, so, mm-hmm. you know, it was big of him. He, he really wanted to go there. Yeah. Philippines, I think. Yeah, Philippines okay. and then Australia. Okay. The Australia part, I don't know what they did, but... but. <laughs> 
he comes back and he was saying, they say no worries. Mm -hmm. And I picked it up then. So, like, I was like, I guess I'm kind of early on it because it came kind of through uh, that movie, Crocodile Dundee. Uh, he says no worries. Does he? Yeah, apparently. Wow. So, and that's how it got big here in the U.S. Okay. But it's all from Australia. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Neat. And it's just exciting. And I, I love when people are enthusiasts about things. I just, you know, it's part of the nerd in me is like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff is if cool. If you're going to be into it, be into it. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> like being cool. excited by things other people are into. Like Gio and her murder by death. <laughs> I've never heard them, but guess what? I'm real excited. I love murder by death, and yes, I am still wearing that right. shirt. Well, and it's like me and Los and Master Boucheau. It's just, I love it. Yeah. You know, I like, I like enthusiasm. You know, and I, 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 that's what I like about the show is they're just talking about stuff that they dig. And I'm like, yeah. Cool. That's cool. Well, and you know what? I really, that's something I liked listening to get up on this is just they're like legitimately into it and they right. know a lot about it because Every they're now so and then into Jensen it. Jensen will bring in something that he's just like, I have to do this uh, one because it's what people need to hear. Yeah. But, Mm. You know, it's usually I've, like his first pick will be that sometimes. Yeah. I kind of fell off the train because I was just over and under. Oh, you know why? Because I was listening to Mabim Bam and that's all I was listening to <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't listen. One of their guests pissed me off once. Yeah. And I didn't listen to Get Up On This for a long time. Mm. But then I got back on and I'm, I'm yeah. pretty done. I should get back there. on it. Like, I, I need help knowing what's cool. Yeah. Cause well, it, it, it is surprising. Yeah. That people will bring up things and you go like, Oh yeah, I heard that months ago. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. It's really if you if you really listen every week, it's yeah. surprising like how much they actually they are, are on are it. right on target. Nice. So wonderful. Wonderful. I, I, I've been curious about it because yeah. it just does sound you very see why charming. I didn't do that on the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been too much. Too much. <laughs> too obsessive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening. This might have been one of our longest podcasts. It was a good, good amount of time. All right. I'm Brian. I'm Geo at Rock and Roll Geo. I'm at Very Exciting, and you could uh, tweet at us at Brian and Geo. Or email us at bngpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Please, it'd be lovely to get an email that isn't an advertisement. Tell us about your jobs. Yeah, what jobs do what you job, do? What do you hey, do? And if you're Marcus, what's up, dude? Hey, Marcus, hit us up. For real. For real. At Mention Us. If you worked with us on one of these jobs and you want to tell us we're jerks, that's cool. If you want to tell a story of the year of parties... That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be all right, man. I'd like to see that. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and stay tuned for next week where we talk about our jobs again. Yeah, the exact same jobs. Again. And again. And again. <laughs> <laughs>